Hello, friends, and welcome to Judgment, the ultimate movie ranking podcast. Here, we enter films into a competition-style showdown, then discuss, rank, and rate before offering our final judgment on what should move forward in our tournament of champions. This season, we have chosen our favorite horror films to face off. Welcome to round two in our tournament of champions. This episode, we are going to revisit round one winners, The Thing versus Wes Craven's New Nightmare. We are going to offer up some deeper discussion on the two movies with some new categories and insights before making our final judgments on which movie will move forward to round three. Remember, we discuss these movies in depth, so spoilers ahead. As always, let's have some fun and enjoy. Alright, welcome back to Judgment. This is Blaine. We have uh, to my right... Andrew. Hi, Andrew. And to my left, we have... I'm Jill. Alright. Very stuffy-nosed Jill. <laughs> coming in hot. Oh. Dynamite drop-in, Jill. <laughs> um, Alright, so here we are. We are in round two of our horror movie bracket. This will be matchup two. And tonight we have Wes Craven's New Nightmare taking on The Thing. So uh, last week we did uh, The Shining versus Sleepaway Camp, and Shining made it through. So the winner of tonight will move on to round three to take on The Shining. I'm excited. Can't wait. Me too. You excited? Jill, you excited? So excited. Oh, glad to hear it. So... <laughs> As we did, she's with, just trying to breathe right now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's getting tough over there for her. Uh, so, as we did uh, with our last matchup, we're just going to mm-hmm. kind of talk through some points uh, for both of these movies and uh, kind of set the stage for who we want to push through to take on The Shining. So, without further ado, let's jump into. It. Let's start this discussion. Unless you guys have anything else you want to do. I'm just glad we kind of talked through the uh, John Mayer Taylor Swift situation from last week. I'm glad we touched on that. Yeah, yeah. We need to, if you haven't listened to Dear John already, uh, give it a couple more listens. From what I understand, you still haven't watched the all too well ten minute short film. Uh, either. I'm no. He's already moved on and accepted that Jake Gyllenhaal is. Do I need to watch the film? I feel. I feel like. Uh, I All don't right. hate We're him. We're going to take a short break. <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back. We are a movie mm-hmm. ranking podcast, so. Yes. Are we considering this a, a film I mean, or a music a, video? It's a short, it's a short film. film. Am I the only one that feels like she might hold on to things a little too long? You know what? She's an amazing artist. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not going to deny that, but <laughs> I do feel like she needs to let go of something. Well, you know, whatever fuels her creative spirit, I say, is okay. As long as you can keep cash in the checks, who cares? That's what who I'm cares? talking so about. What? That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Amen. Okay, so let's get to it. Let's talk about these movies. I want to know what's going on to take The Shining. I think I have an idea, but oh, we'll see. We'll okay. see what happens. So, Well, if that's the case, I also have an idea. <laughs> I think I know. Mm-hmm. So... We'll just dive right into it. So, The Thing and Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Right off the bat, 
can we say that either of these movies added anything to the horror movie genre? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know for sure Wes Craven's New Nightmare did. I won't say anything about The Thing. I would, you oh, know. Please tell me. I have nothing me. to say about. Please tell me what New added. Nightmare added to the genre. Please. Well, I will say that what I think New Nightmare added to the genre was actors playing themselves and the monsters of our nightmares coming into reality. And not just, I mean, like reality, reality. I'm not sure I this wanna... was the first movie to do that. <laughs> I... Did this come out before or after Last Action Hero? <laughs> oh, Lord. I would like to know. That was a That good did ball. it for yeah. action movies, not for horror movies. Oh, you're right. So it has to be <laughs> genre-specific. I, I forgot. I think the question is genre-specific. <laughs> That's true. So... I did say, did, what did it add to the genre? Uh-huh. Um so I will say actors playing themselves and are <laughs> nightmares yeah. coming okay. into reality. All right. It seemed a little forced, but okay. <laughs> yeah. It seems like someone's <laughs> pimping hard for their own movie. Okay. All right. But you know what? You know what? Oh, what? Since we are genre specific, I will say I bet the thing did a lot for sci-fi. I don't know why you're looking at me. Nothing for, <laughs> nothing for horror, though. Mm. That's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> all right. I'm clutching my pearls right now. With the attitude already. Uh, okay. Coming, okay. Coming in real hot. Okay, Bill. so you're saying New Nightmare added to the horror movie genre actors playing themselves. And that yes. the thing added nothing to the horror movie genre. I think that sums it up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I just wanted to. I just want. I just want to make. <laughs> can I? I mean, we've touched on Last Action Hero. Uh, is there another horror movie where actors are playing themselves? Not that I can think of. Okay. Well, I feel like we just poked a big hole in that whole theory. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, whose theory? Jill's. <laughs> what do you mean? It's I. Are you saying it can't be adding to the genre if it only happens the once? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. I mean, it, I think adding to the genre would be something where it wouldn't be stolen, but it would at least would at least be uh, recreated. Recreated in some way. <laughs> Used again somehow. Yeah. I don't think that's. I don't know if a horror trope is necessarily uh, actors playing themselves, but we didn't say it has to add a trope. Just add something. Even if it was just a little sprinkle. Well, if that's the case, can we jump back to Sleepaway Camp? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to add the uh, curling iron as a murder weapon. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this, never saw it before or since that movie. <laughs> well, I would love to hear anyone else's thoughts on these movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, please. Um, <laughs> let's jump right in. I'm going to... Well, first off... The thing absolutely added elements to the genre, particularly in the effects department, uh, because damn, them shits were good, <laughs> still good, and they were all practical effects. Yeah, I think that kind of changed the game. 
Yeah. Am, am I wrong? And there? I don't like I don't this. Know why sli- you're looking at me? <laughs> and there was a slight bit of shade that Jill is. Uh, I think this is more of a sci-fi movie these days. I heard okay. that. I heard that. So it seems like you're trying to play the. Uh, this shouldn't even be in this category field. Uh, I feel like I've been playing that since day one. Okay. Jill's about this said, movie. So anything aliens is sci-fi. Sci-fi. Period. But yeah. if it's a demon or other any other kind of supernatural or it is starting to feel like anything that's not friday the 13th or nightmare on elm street is not a horror movie <laughs> that is not true that's okay you know what it was a low blow and i apologize <laughs> i will say that anything sci-fi is not a horror movie well i have to disagree with you and we'll, yeah. we'll talk about this when we go back to it but i'm pretty sure pennywise is an alien uh you know what 100 percent but for ninety nine percent of the movie, <laughs> he's a clown. He's a clown. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, well, I would argue not... for one hundred percent of the movie, he's still an alien that looks like a clown. Well, and if that's the argument for one hundred percent of the movie, the thing is is a human. One of the characters yeah. <laughs> is a scientist. So. Oh. <laughs> so it's called scientist fiction now. Uh, it was a dog. It was a dog at one point. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that'd be biology All fiction. All right, for that part, um, it was a horror movie. <laughs> the Dawn of the Dog? Yes. Oh, God. For, for that 15 minutes. Portion, it was a horror movie. <laughs> Aliens aren't scary. <laughs> well, I can't remember, what was that one argument? I didn't like if it. I didn't like <laughs> it. If I didn't like it, it, didn't like it, it ain't a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most, That's the most six-year-old I don't argument. know why you guys struggle with that so much. Let's see. I like horror movies. I gotta be honest. <laughs> if there was ever the most Trumpy thing you've ever said, it's that. <laughs> that feels like an unnecessary. If, if I don't like it, it ain't a horror movie. <laughs> I know that because I like horror movies. Yes, I know that. I'm a horror movie fan. Most people call me a master of horror. Um, <laughs> I would argue that's perfectly sound logic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna say the thing did add a lot, particularly in the effects department. <laughs> and New Nightmare, while I appreciate the real world spin on it, it was like the seventh Freddy movie. <laughs> so, I mean, there's only so much more that we're adding yeah. with these Freddy iterations. Maybe the use of eels as weapons? <laughs> or the <laughs> idea... Or the idea that Freddy uses the postal service. Um, yeah, and there's that too. He <laughs> has a, a phone. Or he's yeah. A... He's he got also, Bell South. He has a, he has a Bell South phone. <laughs> okay. Andrew, what, what do you think? I'm blown away where we started here. Um, <laughs> well, the thing, I would argue, is... Uh, one hundred percent add to the horror, Johnny. This is absolutely a horror movie. Um, while I don't think Alien uh, means only a sci-fi movie, I don't, I don't agree with that necessarily. But I would say it. I'd like you. The special effects in this movie is astounding. Absolutely astounding. Uh, and I mean, the performances were great too. There were. What, 10 actors, and they gave 10 not bad performances for this? Uh, and it's John Carpenter, for God's sakes. He, 
the master of horror himself until he did Village of the Damned. But anyway. Uh, More unnecessary shit. Oh, since we're talking about that, uh, is Village of the Damned not a horror movie? I do believe them little fuckers are aliens. But they were children murderers. <laughs> oh, that's, okay. <laughs> that's where the scary they part comes ch- in. This is this has to has to be what anybody who's ever talked to Donald Trump like. This <laughs> must be. Uh, Will not back down. <laughs> well, what I'm taking away is that the effects of the thing were horrific are undoubtedly genre changing mm-hmm. or i mean not just for the genre of horror but probably for effects in general i'm sure <laughs> I, yeah it, it did it did a lot of things for it so i'm leaning towards the thing as uh as far as the one of these two that had an effect but you know well you we know, all have our opinions i'm gonna be nice uh, you know i talked about the thing so might as well Give the other side of the coin. Yeah, yeah, what you got? I mean, if you think about it, what this movie added to the horror genre was just this idea of an apocalyptic universe where there are only a few people still left alive, or you're going to go outside and the zombies are going to tear you apart. Oh, that's the wrong movie. Excuse me. Uh, we're talking about Wes Craven's new fucking nightmare. Um, so... <laughs> What just happened? No, no. I think Blaine's back on my side. Oh, no, that was a joke. I'm sorry. That was an absolute joke. Okay, okay. Because if you remember Wes Craven beat Demon Forest, but you're down with that. But anyway. Okay. I gotcha. You see, uh, I was doing all that for humor, and it obviously went over well. So, (laughs) (laughs) no, I was actually going to be very nice to Wes Craven's new nightmare, I think. Genre-wise, this meta atmosphere that Wes Craven created definitely spread out to other movies. Like, if you look at the Scream movies, those are movies that exist in a world where horror movies exist. And that's not necessarily true with other horror movies. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. So you think that was... I think the meta atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I won't say it was born, but it, uh, it was fine. It did it well. You know, I enjoyed the ride. Not as much as other movies, but I didn't enjoy the ride. Okay. I'm not bitter. Um, <laughs> All right. So possibly uh, both movies yeah. had some sort of effect on the genre. Mm-hmm. Okay. Other question. Do these movies stand the test of time? Do they hold up in the year 2022? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> Let's see. We have the thing. I think maybe a little more than Wes Craven's New Nightmare holds up better only because it could be redone today in today's, in, you know, present day and still have the same effects. I mean, it was redone like... Before, yeah. A couple years ago. I think the... 2011... What's this? The, the remake. Oh, it wasn't a remake. Uh, our friend Corey went over this with me, and he alerted me that it was the prequel to the movie we saw. 
And uh, are we talking about the thing, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Make sure yeah. I wouldn't be the crazy person. Um, <laughs> here goes Andrew. Oh, again. here we go. Talking about fucking Dawn of the Dead. But no. Uh, Corey told me it was a prequel, so I decided to watch that 2011 version. And it is fucking horrible. So, it's uh, absolutely terrible. But yes, it's... So, a good prequel to the next one, then. Stay true. What are we talking about? <laughs> I'm saying they're both terrible. Oh, my God. Go, Jill. A true prequel. Okay. Mm. So, okay, let me let me just go back. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, stands the test of time because I believe the, the atmosphere in which the movie thrives in could be redone today and have the same effect. Yeah, isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something's going wrong. Yeah. Recipe for a good horror movie. Put a bunch of straight guys in a cabin together and... Oh, wait, I'm talking about another movie again. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Yeah, now, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, does it stand the test of time? I'll need some time to think about it. What, what do you think? <laughs> I mean... I think all the Freddy movies... Or I not maybe not all of them, but... Mm. Again, it's... Freddy Krueger. He's a little creepy, but... There's not anything over there that's... Not gonna carry over to... Any decade. He's doing the same stuff he's always done. Does it feel dated, though? Does the movie feel dated? Well, I mean, everything looks like the time frame in which it was filmed. Yeah, it does. So, from that perspective, Mm -hmm. it's clearly a 90s movie. For sure. Yeah. Um, Now, The Thing, Antarctica clothes are are probably still very consistent. Yeah, yeah. You... That, that could have been made today. Mm-hmm. Are we looked... pulling in costume design to figure out whether it stands the test of time? No, I... So I don't remember doing that last week. I, no, I was just... <laughs> okay. So the thing, I would say, apart from... I'm going to talk about the special effects real quick. There's only one scene where I'm like, oh, those are dated. And that's the very last one where, like, the big worm pops up oh the the uh gumby worm on there the gumby yeah. worm at the end yeah. they had clearly ran out of money for their practical 100 percent. yeah everything else is far amazing all the effects look great mm-hmm. um and again stands has time you can't go wrong with that kind of i don't know that type of i mean yeah that situation that's always going to be whether it's on a boat, in Antarctica, anywhere. The isolation factor and some sort of chaotic element, always a good the recipe. The unknown. Always Absolutely. a good recipe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, who done thing it, really? Sticks, stands the test of time. I think New Nightmare stands the test of time. It's a little dated mm-hmm. with the optics, but it's still a Freddy movie, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to carry over, I think. Yeah. Jill? I mean, I think that New Nightmare stands the test of time. Just because, like you said, it adds on to the Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't even... The legacy? Yeah, the legacy, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) 
Just another member of the family for that Just one. Adds another nightmare to that Elm Street. <laughs> but I think that was a great movie. I think I really dated us when I said he was using Bell South. So I kind of uh, kind of aged us there. But um But I will say not just because I despise this movie. <laughs> but I don't think that all of the effects stand the test of time. Hmm. In the thing. I would say that the dog kennel scene is pretty dated at this point. But they're practical effects. They stand the test of, of, well, I guess she's raising a good point because practical effects aren't really used anymore. And that's unfortunate because I think they look better. I love practical effects. I think that they look better too. And I think that some of the practical effects in the thing do stand the test of time. I think some of them don't. Well, goddamn. Mm. She just wrecked us. Uh, okay. What? I, I don't know now, if I'm on board with all this. Well, but okay. <laughs> but I, now I'm trying to think of a modern movie that use has used practical effects like that, and not CGI. Uh, Tarantino movies. Yeah, but his always. I'm talking about. There's nothing like that. Oh, you mean like a? Oh. Like a monster element? Yeah, I mean... I'm not movie. talking like crashing cars and <laughs> Fast and the Furious. Okay. Fast and the Furious. Oh, they I do a lot those. of driving. They do a lot of practical effects, but now I'm talking like... I'm talking about like the pure anatomy of the dog's melting is just inaccurate. <laughs> like... Okay. If you were to bring that into 2020... And do that as a practical effect, it would look better now. Just because we know more. We have more access to materials and things like that. So, does that stand the test of time? Hmm. I think when you're watching it, you say, oh, this is 80s. And not I... just because of their clothes. I think we need to clarify what test of time means. Because <laughs> I think we're all over the place right now. I'm saying, I think test of time is if we watched it right now, which we did. Because when I think a movie that, let's see, a movie that didn't stand the test of time, I would argue like uh, Kramer versus Kramer doesn't stand the test of time. Because who gives a shit if two people get divorced? <laughs> Why is that a full-length movie? <laughs> like, it feels so dated in that idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like a... Uh, what the... I would also say that this movie does not stand the test of time. Because there is not a single female character in this movie. Well, we all know women mm-hmm. can't survive in the cold. Oh, boy. That was a good... <laughs> this cast would not fly today. I mean, you're you're right. There is real ridiculous that there isn't one female scientist there. Um, not a single one. But I would argue that this is the uh, skeleton crew that all the uh, extraordinarily intelligent female scientists uh, went back home for the season. That sounds like a really great mansplaining excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I guess I don't know what we're going for. Because the concept stands the test of time. 
if we plop down a Gen Zer right now who's never seen it, they'd be like, "These effects are dumb." Perhaps, perhaps because they're just not used to seeing that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a millennial, this was the first time I'd seen it, and I really appreciated the practical effects. Mm-hmm. I don't like the overuse of CGI. I don't either. Sorry, but you I saying... also didn't like the movie. Okay. <laughs> I'm, what I'm starting to realize is there is an obvious slant in how things are answered. <laughs> and that's fine. Um, but. Okay. I think that well, not having a female cast member is a valid criticism of it. That's fair. That is absolutely that fair. That is fair. That is not a very modern uh, approach to movie making. Yeah. Whereas New Nightmare female lead it is a female lead it's a female lead all the way back in all yeah, the freddy movies back in the 80s. uh well not nightmare on Elm street part two not all of the freddy movies you're mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. jesse is uh the final boy he in that movie the final boy. the final boy by the way we have got to review nightmare two because I would say more than Brokeback Mountain, it's probably the gayest movie there is. (laughs) (laughs) It is so wildly gay that uh, it has to be watched. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I'm going to call this one a wash on the the Santa (laughs) test of time. I mean, I feel like I say yes. (laughs) I mean, if you want to condense mine down, it does for me. Okay. And I think... Uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare does as well. Okay. But I would say that you would need all the context of Freddy before you watch <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, like, wait a second. If you just started at this movie in <laughs> is 2022. This her, is this her dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's somebody she worked with 15 years ago. <laughs> okay. And, and they have maintained... The strongest relationship of any two people I've ever seen. Still her only relationship? Yeah. All right. Here's another question. Who's the better villain? I know that's kind of a loaded question, because what does better mean? We we talked about this with Angela versus Jack last Mm -hmm. week. Does better mean more efficient? Are they better at being bad? Are they better at killing? Are they just unlikable what makes them a villain and in that context who is better and i think we need to even narrow it down more to freddy in this movie you know okay because if you're looking at his right yeah if you're looking at his whole line of work he's he's done some work he's done some work in his okay that's a good point freddy in this particular movie new nightmare versus the entity, entity <laughs> known as the thing yeah. in the thing. Jill, it's, please tell me how shitty I the thing see, is. I see you had some on your mind, Jill. <laughs> it's just it's hard with the thing because he just brings out the villain in everyone that he possesses. That seems so, like a pretty hardcore kind of villain. <laughs> sure. 
I, I don't know if I'd say that's what the thing does. It's more of it's replicates human beings and then does things to meet its own gains. I don't know if it necessarily possesses people and makes them mean. I just mean that, like, you never really know, like, I don't know. It doesn't have a personality like Freddy because its personality just becomes whoever it's in. Yeah. So. You definitely don't want to have a beer. You can't really assign it. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to necessarily have a beer with Freddy either, though, Andrew. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I agree. It'd be a lot of tongue work on the the beer bottle, I think. It could even pick it up. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Okay, so continue, Jill. The Freddy in this particular movie is real creepy. Mm -hmm. Like, he's always kind of pervy, but, like, in this one, it's, like, a lot with the tongue and okay. I don't know this Freddy is is interesting in his message delivery because we have figured out that he has a he has a phone he uses a mail service she's not always dreaming when he contacts her no no so he doesn't exclusively attack in dreams in mm-hmm. this one so this Freddy is a little muddled a little inconsistent yeah, yeah. the prior Freddy versions. A little mm-hmm. hard to follow. Maybe a little darker than the mm. first couple. One would even argue he's kind of like a painting. Uh, Robert <laughs> England would do. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I think Freddy in this one, he's too pranky. Like, I feel like yeah. he, he turns almost into a prankster in this one. It's muddled. It's weird. Like he's going for like little cheap shots. Yeah. Yeah. Like who would have ever thought a Freddy would be sending like ransom letters? Or just picture him down there burning the edges yeah. of yeah. those letters. Like, exactly. Just snickering to himself. She's gonna hate. Me. She's gonna <laughs> fuck me. She's gonna think it's from like a fan or it's something. Just right? yeah. It's just petty. I love being petty. Petty Freddy. <laughs> petty Freddy. It's odd. And it, I mean. In this movie, who'd he get? He got a uh, he got Chase, you know, mm-hmm. the CEO of Cut to the Chase FX, um, <laughs> and the babysitter, and the babysitter. Those are his two. Yeah, and he couldn't even, you know, much he, like Jack Torrance, he couldn't really finish the job with he Nancy. He couldn't kill a child or Nancy. Well, I think we've established that's because of uh, Rex the dinosaur. Um, yes. Yep. So how plays part in this movie, but yeah. <laughs> obviously Freddy is a great villain. Yeah, um, I would just argue maybe not the best villain in New Nightmare out of these two villains. Right mm-hmm. now, the thing, the thing is just so tricky. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got to score points because you just don't know who who the hell it is at any time you don't know right. first you don't know what it is yep you don't know who it is that's probably why you call it the thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's just way too unpredictable freddy <laughs> almost becomes predictable yeah and then he gets stabbed with an eel he he loses points for the way he got killed <laughs> yeah a hundred percent he I was mean, in his own he's lair. in his house and got killed <laughs> and got killed how <laughs> badass can you be that's just you know 
And there were no tricks to it. They threw him in a furnace <laughs> and after, burned him. After getting stabbed with a fish. <laughs> Which, by the way, we don't know how they mate. Right. Sorry, that's Sorry. that was an all-fair conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Blaine, who who do you think? <laughs> I, I gotta go with the thing. If okay. we're just comparing these two movies alone yeah oh yes okay obviously if we incorporated the other five freddy movies he might take the cake yeah just in the aggregate number of kills but the thing leads to way more deaths mm-hmm. in comparison and it's just i don't know what's going on it can be anything mm-hmm. it could it might be able to be freddy Ooh, symbiote oh, i don't know imagine? what accent i'm doing <laughs> symbiote <laughs> Symbiote Freddy. Bella Lugosi has yes. joined the podcast. <laughs> All right, Jill. What about you? Who do you think? It's hard to say. Okay. Just because the thing is, it could be anything. <laughs> like we've established. It could be. It could be anything. It could be a dog. <laughs> I don't know. I it's mean, I guess comp- that's it's... what makes it so insidious. It it's hard to compete with that. So you never know. Yeah. I'm still going to give it to Freddy, though. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> yeah. Because. Fuck you guys. <laughs> because it's definable. Because it, I don't like it. He can be funny. Uh-huh. There's a, there's a personality. <laughs> I like. There's an actual <laughs> identity. If someone described me as. He can be funny. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. Can be. Well, if you were also a murderer, you, know you might take that. You know, Andrew, he can be funny. <laughs> when he's not killing people. When he's not uh, killing people in their dreams. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm uh, going to go with a thing uh, because he can be uh, anything. <laughs> I don't feel like we said echo that in here? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going with a thing on this one. Okay. Uh, now, if you want to talk to me about uh, Freddy from one of the other movies, except fucking Freddy's Dead of the New Nightmare, then no thanks. Um, oh, wait. Freddy's Dead. Is it the fuck? You know what? Fuck it. Who cares? Who wants to see it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going with a thing. Okay. All right. So, last one we'll talk about before we move into our funner categories is... Did either of these movies stick with you? Did you leave a lasting impression? Are you thinking about them after the movie? What do we got? Jill. Anything? Anyone? <laughs> Jill, why don't you go? <laughs> doesn't Definitely matter. You think. look like you're about to say something. New Nightmare stuck with me. Again, just because I think it's an original. There's a fun concept. Freddy's coming into the real world. Taking over. Stories being written as it's being played out. It's interesting. Okay. So that's fair. It's always stuck with me for that reason. Okay. What about the thing? <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to hold back now. I no. want to hear the uh, real the feelings come out. The unabridged truth right now. I did it stick with you? Sure. Sounds like a yes to me. All right. In infamy or? Okay, so Jill had a great time watching the thing. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from all this. I'm glad I've seen it. 
Okay. <laughs> you know, I, you can't beat that. I'm going to say that the thing really stuck with me. The, the practical effects alone, but I'll never forget the dripping head. Okay, so just that chewed up gum just makes this movie for you? Yes. <laughs> That's all you've talked about so far. <laughs> what? It's it's Oh, boy. Great. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Um, okay, in New Nightmare, <laughs> Freddy full-on fucking Mufasa's in the clouds. I'm not talking about New Nightmare. We're talking about The Thing. I'm just so saying. So far, the only praise that you have given to The Thing is its practical effects. No, 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 no. I was talking about uh, the the whole not knowing who's infected. It's like <laughs> COVID right now. I'm at the grocery oh, store. Oh, God. You're not blaming you just don't point. know who's infected. You it, know what? I should have known I was talking to two. It's a metaphor for COVID. <laughs> oh, my God. This is absolutely a I COVID shouldn't have gotten allegory. into this debate with hypochondriacs. No. The thing <laughs> no. is the hypochondriacs. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what's is, happening here. Yeah. We finally got to the bottom of, <laughs> there it of is. why you guys <laughs> think this is such a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no denying that for me. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's an infection yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or someone whose heart starts to palpitate when their nose is stuffed. Uh, this is. I'll just I'll back off now. I understand. <laughs> Look, it's high stakes. The guessing game is very tense. Like when they were doing the blood test, you were on edge. Maybe not you, Jill, but I was on edge. Yeah. And it stuck with me. The scene, okay. It's like waiting for your STD results to come back. Right. It's terrifying. That, that is a very scary situation. <laughs> but yeah, okay, the chewed up gum, whatever you say. When the head drops down on the floor and then runs away like a spider, how does that not stick with you? Yeah. Or the um, stomach opening up and biting that man's arms off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a, that's a great one. Those are moments yeah. that we live for. <laughs> okay. It sticks with me. But you know what? And I'm and I I agree with you and I just want to add I this is just me, I guess, but Kurt Russell's look in this movie, I think about often. Oh, I it's wish good. I could one day <laughs> achieve good. that. That is a nice beard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that look is still Really hot and cute, cool to me. <laughs> like that's hot, a, and cute. hot and cute. <laughs> hot and cute. It's really like, yeah. hot and cute. Cute ass Kurt <laughs> Like that cute <laughs> and that sexy fucking. Uh, Have you seen him as Santa? Diabetes. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna have to be an off-topic subject, <laughs> but I will say when I scrolled through Netflix and I saw that the first time, I said, "Hmm." <laughs> I think. Let's see. How much do I need to fast forward? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, interesting. Uh, Santa Claus should not uh, be that sexy. Anyway, so. <laughs> anyway. By the way, again, we're getting off subject here, but. Anybody seen the goddamn uh, John Travolta Santa Claus commercial? What? Excuse me? Oh my god. Okay. Here. Andrew. Let me me just try. (laughs) (laughs) He said, no, I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) I've already gone down this path. So I can't turn back. Capital One commercial. John Travolta Santa Claus. 
talking to Samuel L. Jackson. It's Google it. Just Google it. It does sound vaguely familiar. Uh, it's the wild. It's a wild ride. This thirty second commercial. So, but I feel like I've seen those there. two in something else. Yeah, mm, that's true. Feels familiar, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Where, where were we? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Santa Claus really Kurt derailed. Russell's oh yeah, Kurt Russell, uh, really you like cool kid. Kid. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. So I mean, he sticks with me, and just all those effects between even the one I don't like, the fucking Gumby Worm at the end. It's, it's, I still think about that too. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's. I, I will say, I, for New Nightmare, I think about the babysitter getting killed on the ceiling that was pretty that one stuck with me that line that he says the you ever play skin the cat the first time i saw that sent absolute shivers down my (laughs) whole body and that line has always stuck with me since the first time i watched that movie it's pretty creepy and and the tongue coming through the phone see i this is just me i'm not saying i don't disagree I'm not disagreeing, but I just feel like Tina's ceiling death is more memorable to me, as well as the tongue coming through the phone in the first movie. But see, I think that this one is scarier because he can see Freddy the whole time. When Tina's dying on the ceiling, we can't see Freddy. We're seeing it from Rob's perspective, and he's got no idea what's happening. So I think that's scary in a different way of like, what the fuck? Why is she on the ceiling and bleeding? (laughs) Why is this happening? Right. But when you're watching it through like a six-year-old's perspective, and he says that to a six-year-old, that's like it is pretty. Ugh. Okay, All right. so they they both have their moments. So, but I will also give the new nightmare the credit of I do think about this movie because I do feel like the concept of it is really cool. I love the idea, just story-wise. Somebody does a movie. Uh, 10 years prior and now they're in the real world and they're having to deal with that movie creature. Their movie dad. Yeah, their movie dad. Um, (laughs) It's when you really get detailed with it that it starts to unravel, but the the base concept of New Nightmare, I, it stuck with me for many years. I think that's, I think it's good. So, you know, good showings all Mm -hmm. around. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on from those talking points. And, and kind this of just been move, heated so far. And <laughs> kind of move into just like our what whatever categories. So um, first, we're going to start with alternate movie titles for both The Thing and Wes Craven's New Nightmare. So Jill, do you happen to have an alternate movie title in mind for either of these movies? Yes. So for the thing, my alternate title was Ten Angry Men. Not bad, y'all. Because Not that's bad. all this movie is. The prequel to Twelve Angry Men. <laughs> the stakes well, are a little lower it's in Twelve Angry Men. Basically the same movie. <laughs> um, and then my title for New Nightmare was Freddy Goes to Hollywood. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> I. I almost want to bet money that there is a draft of that script that said <laughs> the title was Freddy Goes to Hollywood. Wes Craven. <laughs> Freddy, Freddy Goes, goes to, to Hollywood. Hollywood. 
I there's got to be some movie person that was like, "This is the title. This is <laughs> it." <laughs> oh, put it on the marquee. Yeah. They were I mistaken want... to go with New Nightmare. Yeah. Matter of fact, that guy is still pissed they went with New Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna listen to this podcast and call us. Yeah. I just want to thank you. I've been <laughs> suffering for 30 years about this. Yeah. <laughs> what about the thing? You got one for the thing? I already did it. She oh, did shit. the thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, men. Are we no. gonna? Sorry, Freddie to go. Freddie goes to Hollywood. Was so it good. so yeah. bad? Made me forget. Everything. Yeah. Kind of made me forget about that first one. All right. <laughs> I don't even want to say mine. Angie, what are yours? Oh. <laughs> you can't just not do it. Yours are good. <laughs> You seem to put thought in these, as Blaine and I didn't put a lot. So um, far, all I've done for this category is rip off other movies and change one thing. <laughs> I did the exact same thing with the last categories, too. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. I'll, okay. So, for the thing, I got guess who? Question mark. Oh. <laughs> guess who? But see, people would get that confused with the Ashton Kutcher Bernie Mac masterpiece. Well, no, because this came out before. Oh, good point. Right. So, they'd been like, wait a second. Is Bernie Mac the thing? <laughs> Which they would be fooled because it's obviously Ashton Kutcher. Obviously. Yeah, so guess who? Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, The Thing, that's a very ambiguous title. So if you saw mm-hmm. it and you didn't like, see a preview, you'd be like, I don't know. Guess who would draw some people in? They'd yeah. be like, I like Guess Who. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, you know, I don't know. Let I don't me go know see. who it is. Let me go see who it is. Your guess is <laughs> as good as mine. Yeah. I don't know. And for New Nightmare, I went, Wes Craven's Real Nightmare. Oh, this movie? Um. <laughs> it's literally what it is. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of went with that. Uh, so, Andrew, oh. what about you? Well, I got to be honest. I uh, did not have one for the thing. I wish I was a little bit more creative when it came to the thing. I just like that title. The what? The what? <laughs> the oh. <laughs> You've made me so paranoid. I thought the what? I thought I had said something ridiculous. I just on first in you. I thought that my brain said something I didn't realize, and you were like the what? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. We got to stop doing these in the middle of the night. Um, That's fantastic. We are going crazy. You know what? Yeah, so for the thing, it was the what. Um, yeah. And... Okay. <laughs> All right, so, and then mine might be a little cheesy, but I felt it was pretty accurate for uh, what, uh, the Freddy movie. It would be Wes Craven's final nightmare. Okay. Oh. Yeah, because he never did another one. That was it. You know? That's he never fair. revisit. Yeah. So I In like retrospect. Final That's why that newest one was so. Garbage. Ooh. Are we talking about the uh, Jackie Earl, her, whatever the fuck his name is? Yeah, Jackie mm-hmm. Earl Haley. That's it. Just. <laughs> I said Jackie Earl Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near real human. Um, no, get the bad news bears. Yeah. Took took a thirty year break and went back to movies. <laughs> uh. No, that's it. I was just making sure. Yeah, you didn't have yeah, that's it. yeah, that's it. Okay, so now we'll move on to alternate cast members. So okay. Maybe you have someone in mind that could have been good in one of these roles. What do you got? 
All right. Well, um, Jill, you want to go first? <laughs> you seem to have yours. By the way, you don't have to raise your hand every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for New Nightmare, I cast Gary Coleman as Dylan. Mm, smart. We need to see Gary Coleman on top of that playground. <laughs> Castle Spire. <laughs> this stuff there. I just remembered something. And <laughs> never mind. So yeah, Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. A fully grown fucking a man. Fully grown man. Older than Heather Langenkamp. <laughs> That's the only one I recast for that. Okay. And then for the thing, I recast Sylvester Stallone as McCready and Carl Weathers as child. And it's the exact same ending as <laughs> Rocky. Apollo <laughs> A Russian comes and beats Giles to death? No! How terrible! <laughs> Haven't we suffered enough? I don't want to see that again. <laughs> it's just those two. Throw him the damn towel! <laughs> He's killing him! <laughs> The thing takes over Dolph Lundgren's body and they have beats to, everybody to death. They have to box him. To, to... Oh my god. This is starting to be better, a really good movie, actually. Oh. Just boxing matches with the thing. Yeah, I can improve this movie. Just bare knuckle destroying people. Can you imagine what he'd do to Wilford Grimley? Oh, <laughs> Lord. man. That diabetic skin would just rip to pieces. <laughs> Bust open. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, Gary Coleman as Dylan. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone. And Carl Weathers. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Andrew. Wow. Um, so, for New Nightmare, um, I had... Uh, an alternate cast altogether. But as I mentioned before, it would be the cast, same concept, very meta performance, but it'd be the cast of Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. And it would be Mark Patton who played Jesse in that, uh, having to relive the horror that was uh, his experience on Nightmare on Elm Street. And I would suggest to an audience member and both of you, watch Part 2 and then watch the documentary on Shudder called Scream Queen, the smart patent story about his experience on that movie and how it destroyed his career. It's oh, very God. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He is still not happy. So, uh, and to an extent, I understand his problem because everybody saw that movie and was like, oh, this is a gay guy. We're not going to hire him. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's the 80s. Oh, um, nice. The 80s for you. Did not get that vibe. Yeah. Gotta gotta check it out. I mean, I haven't seen it in a really long time. We'll have to. We might have to watch that together. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And for the thing, I say why uh, why fuck with perfection? So. Oh wow. Yeah. That's fair. That's Uh, fair. You don't have to do any of these. Why? Yeah. Why recast a female? I mean. Now that I'm thinking about it, why not cast uh, Calista Flockhart? <laughs> it makes it would seem like the perfect transition. <laughs> I was just actually thinking about what if we 
had Callista Flockhart playing McCready as a man, and she just put <laughs> has a beard on. <laughs> like Glenn Close. And... She still weighs 97 <laughs> pounds. Yeah. Not the boo box. <laughs> um, Not the boo box, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I was also thinking about, uh, what if we just switched out Kurt Russell with Clubber Lang and... Uh, <laughs> And just really made this a real game. Right. Yeah. And Wilford Brimley could be uh, Mick. Oh, Mickey, yeah. Yeah. Wait, who was, uh, who's the alcoholic? Who's that? Oh, uh, Adrian's brother? Yeah, Adrian's <laughs> fucking shitty brother. What's his name? Uh, Lou, man? I don't know. Yeah, is it Lou? I feel like Lou's pretty close. It's <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Okay. He could definitely play the Brimley part. All right. All right. Well, so for mine, um, I would like to see, um, this is sacrilege Mm-mm. for Freddy fans, but I'm going to recast Freddy in this one. Oh, wow. Always a mistake. With Sinbad. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'm envisioning it. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add to that, or that was just it? <laughs> No, that's it. Is that the and reaction you were looking for? Yeah. In full Sinbad, Sinbad regalia. <laughs> 90s Sinbad. With yellow, a, yeah, a yellow vest. Plaid pants on. Very loose clothes. Yeah. Real dangly earrings. <laughs> you know what? I don't hate it. I don't hate I it. I love Sinbad. <laughs> I would see it. And Better then, than Jackie Earl Hurley. <laughs> Jackie <laughs> Earl Harley Davidson. <laughs> Um, and then for the thing, these two, I think Harrison Ford would have been really good as the McCready. As McCready, I can see that too. They're almost interchangeable people at the time, but that would have just really capped off my plane, really capped off Harrison Ford's like just being in every awesome movie during that time. I might have been a little bit of a step down, you know, because uh, what? Agreed. He was Indiana Jones, Han you know Solo. What? You know what, Jill? <laughs> and McCready at the same time. Yeah. That would have been great. I mean, he would have had a streak right there. That would have been a streak. Yeah. For sure. So, last little category we want to talk about. So, any one of these movies that were actually worse than the villain. Mm-hmm. Of the movie, so anyone in the movie worse than the thing, or is anyone worse than Freddy in these movies? Oh, oh, we almost spoke at the same oh. time, Jill. Oh. I think you go first. Okay, okay. I've gone okay. first. All right, Quite a bit. I'm gonna have to go with worse than Freddy in this world. I think is, I know. is Wes fucking Craven. Oh, that's too odd. Damn it, I should have gone first. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Uh, I, I had, yeah. Are you saying that because he was still writing the story? Yeah. Why didn't you make it in sooner? Yeah. <laughs> didn't want to call nobody. You know, fuck Freddy, off. Make Freddy kill himself. Yeah, you're writing the yeah. story. Yeah. Why didn't you write his defeat yeah. in the first scene? Finish this up, Wes. Wow. By the way, thanks for the heads up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for playing Heather one last time. Sorry I wrote your husband's horrific death. Yeah. You asshole. <laughs> Shit. I forgot that he was like the puppet master yeah. of all this. Oh, yeah. It so how could him. you say anything else but him? I couldn't believe that 
But I have a different answer. Okay. <laughs> He's a monster. He's a terrible person. He is terrible. <laughs> and what's even worse is she was going to have to read the murder of her son's <laughs> father to him. <laughs> like a bedtime story. Yeah. What fun. She calls it a bedtime story. Yeah. And she reads it to him immediately after they kill a <laughs> demon. Oh. Yeah, don't want to catch up on any sleep. You want to relive everything we just went through, honey? <laughs> Let me read it to you. I'll do the voices, too. You might as well learn it, because you're going to be telling it to your therapist till the day you <laughs> die. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, oh, I am shit. interested in who's your villain. The the nurses and doctors. Oh, they definitely okay. deserve an award. They're terrible. But yeah. then I'm like, did Wes write those doctors? You know him. He's the puppet master. He had to. Wait, I how? mean, where does it stop? Where does yeah. it stop? Is it just Freddy or is he going to the doctors too? Well, he first of all, he had a full conversation with Heather in his house. And then we see the computer. That same conversation took place. So mm-hmm. it feels like he's pretty much doing the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But no, those... Uh... So is Wes Craven just like omnipotent? Is Wes uh, Craven God? In this movie, which makes me wonder about Wes Craven and his narcissism. He's like involuntarily omnipotent. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be happy that any of it's happening or that it's coming true, but he's still writing it. Yeah. Just he's stop, not going to fuck just, up. Just stop writing <laughs> yeah. He said, you're not fucking up my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing this movie whether you like it or not. <laughs> Yeah, All right. but if we if we don't act like Wes Craven has all power, then the nursing staff and mm-hmm. strong faced doctor lady. Strong Let's get face. this evil out of him. I, I love that line. That lady. I love yes, that line. Her. Um. Yeah. The ones that just involuntarily <laughs> sedate the child and. Stuff his face full of sneak attack. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty shitty thing to do. I mean, I just can't get over that Dylan wasn't even there twenty four hours, and he accumulated handfuls of sneak pills. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Handful <laughs> enough to fucking Hansel yes. and Gretel trail. Yeah. <laughs> this will murder a grown three hundred pound <laughs> man. <laughs> Why are you giving it to this child? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's a good one. And uh, did you have a villain, uh, someone worse for the thing? I'm going to say the Norwegians. That was my answer. <laughs> that was like, not my answer. No. You guys dug up a spaceship. It's, re- I mean, in a smaller way, you know, they're the villains because you started this shit. I learned <laughs> someone before. I know you're like trying to take credit for this thing, but... This is a big undertaking. Maybe get some help. Yeah. Make this an international effort. You know. This seems like something Ronald Reagan wants his pr- footprints all over too. Right. You know he would have gone down there. Took a goddamn picture with it. And no no country has claim on Antarctica. So. Do what you want. Yeah. You know. It, it's all. It's an international zone. It's those fucking Norwegians. It's their fault. And I mean, I see what you're saying, but maybe as soon as they dug it up, they started to get infected. I don't think so, because they found the ship, shovel hit right, ship. Yep. Then they go Which further. Which seems in. like a three to four year job anyway, with just shovels. How much yeah. ice was missing? Yeah. No, that seems like a real big job. 
<laughs> three to four years is very conservative. conservative. <laughs> that was like 200 yards of ice. And there were six it was, of them. It was at least 15 feet deep, too. So, <laughs> And then they get a what is this, sarcophagus tomb and take Raised it back it to up. The, yeah. yeah, they did some effort. <laughs> it took some time. Didn't oh. tell anyone else. Well, Jill, who was your alternate villain? Uh, every one of those dudes who immediately turned on each other instead of doing anything helpful. Yeah. Well, because that's exactly what happened. It was Cold War era. Yeah. Commies are coming for you. They could have sat in the same room and worked together and cooperated to figure out, hey, is there a good way to determine this? Maybe we don't have to just argue <laughs> the whole time. And... Nearly beat each other to a pulp and shoot each other. Yeah, Els is an asshole. The guy always break out the window to shoot his gun instead of like, open the door, break in our window. It is negative 40 degrees outside. You have let all the heat out. Every one of these angry, irrational dudes just immediately turns on each other instead of doing anything to try to cooperate and figure out who yeah. has it? Is there a way we can defeat it? Yeah. Guys, let's talk this through. <laughs> let's, no. let's figure this out. Well, okay. Shit. No conversation. Just action. Lord of the Flies in Antarctica. <laughs> uh, they, uh, oh, sorry. No, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got uh, distracted by Lord of the Flies. <laughs> they, um, there was a movie that just came out called The Voyagers, I believe. And... All in all, terrible movie. But it's, as I was watching it, I was like, it is a 100% ripoff of Lord of the Flies, but it happens in outer space. They're on a spaceship. And it was not good. So, <laughs> just want to throw that out there. I think right. every version of that story just gets worse and worse. Yeah. You can really only do it one time. Just read the book, you'll be fine. Um, as far as uh, alternate villains for the thing, I re uh, the Norwegians were for me. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Makes sense. Yeah. A lot of effort. Well, that wraps it up. Oh, okay. We're done. Only thing left to do now is say which movie goes forward. It has why. to be unanimous, right? No, no. <laughs> we would be here for quite some time. <laughs> Could you imagine... The nine-day podcast that would be. <laughs> we just have to wear her down. Um, I want to be honest. That was a real disturbing thing to say. I'm a very weak person. I would give in immediately. <laughs> I'm sleepy. Andrew, yeah. if you put New Nightmare through, we could go to bed right now. Oh, trust me. Just cut off one of these lights and I'm done already. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. We just need to say what movie we think on is going through or should go through and really why i mean kind of covered some talking points here but ultimately we got to get to two out of three and whatever does go to the next round take on the shining so for me mm -hmm. it's got to be the thing <laughs> again okay. new nightmare <laughs> new nightmare Shocked. is a sequel <laughs> it's a sequel while it does have an interesting take it's not adding much it's actually a retread of a lot of things Freddy's already done. The thing 
even though Jill says it was chewed bubblegum, <laughs> the practical effects are fucking awesome. And it was a super stressful movie. It's a great horror movie. It's a great movie. It's going to round two. It's got my vote. Who else? Okay. <laughs> Jill. Jill, let me hear you. That was such a weird transition. I know. Segways. I know. I didn't like the thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I could not tell. <laughs> I don't know if that's been clear at all. No, from no, no, no. The last two episodes that we've done on it. But uh I do not like this movie. <laughs> and it's not just the sci-fi element. It's not just that I don't like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Cuz there's some sci-fi that I can get behind. Mm-hmm. None comes to mind. But <laughs> 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 I just, for all the other reasons that I've brought up, they just immediately turn on each other. They don't do anything to cooperate. There's not a single female in this entire movie. And I don't understand why they're in Antarctica in the first place. They're doing ice research. (laughs) They're at a research center. (laughs) Obviously. Playing, from what I can tell, just ping pong. And <laughs> roller skating. And roller skating. Obviously, advancing the scientific community. I'm guessing something was dogs, but I can't be sure. <laughs> so, all in all. Mm-hmm. So, you're putting the thing through? I'm going to put through New Nightmare. New Nightmare. Oh my God. All right, we're all tied up. I'm the tiebreaker? Andrew. Wow. wow. Who else is on the edge of their seat? <laughs> the pressure here. Yeah. Boy. My hands are sweating. Um, I'm not going to call this retribution, but I will <laughs> say. <laughs> uh, new Nightmare? I mean, listen. It it made it here. It did some things, you know? So I'm and, proud of how far. Yeah. How far it's come. So I'll give it. I, it deserves credit. Like I said. It stuck with me for a long time, this movie. Uh, but The Thing offers really good sci-fi horror, really good special effects. And for the most part, the performances in that movie are not shitty. You know, nobody's winning an Oscar, but they're, <laughs> they're pretty decent, you know? So with all of that being said, I think it would be... Uh, Ridiculous for me not to vote for the thing. Seems unnecessary. <laughs> Ridiculous not to. Okay. Well, I didn't mean it in a mean way. Done. <laughs> End of sentence. Well, you heard it here. That Did is. You use my coconut milk again. That is two votes to one. I'd like to refrain. coconut milk milk aside the thing is going on to round three to face the shining so again we got another andrew on andrew matchup for round three the shining versus the thing that's gonna that that, that's a big showdown that's a big one that's probably for me too. two of the the heaviest hitters left in the tournament um and we'll see what happens when they okay. go head to head. But that is it for tonight. Mm-hmm. Tune in next week. Um, and we will be doing another matchup. And we have 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. Look at that. Followed by It, Chapter 1, versus Return of the Living Dead. And that will finish up our round two of the horror movie showdown. Mm -hmm. Anything else to say, guys? Jill, it'll be me and you again next week. I'm excited. Yes. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> the Thing is a terrible movie. Good night, you guys. Oh, oh wow. Right. It's not sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sci-fi movie. It, All right. Okay. So why don't we try this for the 22nd time, and let's see if we can unison this. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys for listening. This has been a one, two, three. Judgment. Judgment. What, that? And that's the thrilling conclusion to The Thing and Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Tune in next week for the round two competition between Texas Chainsaw Massacre and A Nightmare on Elm Street. If you're enjoying our show, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. See you next week.